You're listening to the Independent Stylist Podcast, your source for ideas, inspiration, information, and actionable steps to live your best life as a stylist on your own terms. Hi, my name is Jen, and I empower stylists and cosmetology students who want to grow their businesses by offering realistic solutions that are delivered in actionable steps that generate results. I don't believe in overcomplicating things. In fact, I believe in simplifying them as much as possible. I'm a 10-year veteran independent stylist and salon suite expert. I created an incredibly profitable business within a few years of getting my cosmetology license. When I opened my first private salon suite, that business concept had only been around for a few years. So I not only taught myself the ropes, I created my own ropes to fit the lifestyle that I wanted to have. I spent hundreds of hours teaching myself how to do it all on my own. Everything from streamlining my daily operations, building my own website, staying ahead of the game on social media, to creating an amazing guest experience that people were willing to drive hundreds of miles and even hop on a flight to receive. Leaving a commission salon and then leaving a booth rental environment were both huge leaps forward in my career, happiness, and bank account. Now I'm building for you what I wish had been there for me. All of the things that I created to have my own sweet little empire. So I have some exciting news. Today's episode is sponsored by sweetlittleempire.com. It's kind of my baby. It's a membership group that is actually the world's first membership group created specifically for independent stylists. You're independent, but you'll never be alone as you build your empire. This group has everything for the solopreneur beauty boss. Every month, you'll have access to business and marketing resources, monthly classes, and an opportunity to connect with your tribe. Please go to sweetlittleempire.com, read all about it, check it out. You can sign up for my email list for information on how to become a founding member when the doors open on January 1st, 2020. I would absolutely love to see you there. Now, let's get right to the rest of the podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different than everything else in this season, and it's actually the first time I've interviewed another stylist live on the podcast, so that was really fun. And I'm really happy that the first person that I was able to bring on was Kristen Gossett from Extra Care Hair Co. She's just an amazing person, and I would really love for everyone to listen to this interview in its entirety, even though my interviewing skills were not the absolute best this time, but... She is just amazing. She has devoted her entire business to creating a safe and peaceful place for people with sensory sensitivities, people that are on the autism spectrum, and people that have disabilities to be able to receive salon services with dignity and respect and for it to not be a negative or scary or overstimulating experience for them. And she's just a wonderful person. And there are a lot of takeaways that we as stylists could pick up from the way she's decided to like craft her entire service experience. So 
if you ever work with anybody with sensory sensitivities or maybe have a loved one who has them, this episode is going to shed a little bit of light on how to make the salon experience for them a positive one. And it's just amazing. So we're just going to dive right in. We have somebody very special and she is the recent re- recent recipient of the Community Service of the Year Award from the Missouri Rehabilitation Association Southwest Chapter. And I'm going to read you just a few snippets of some reviews about her. And there were so many that I really had to kind of just only give a few and it's, and it's a few snippets. She is super patient and she has a big heart. Her salon is a safe space for everyone, including those with special needs. Without a doubt, she's the best experience we've ever had. No tears, no screams. And here again, they're saying she is so patient, so patient and kind. An amazing experience, unlike anything we've had anywhere else. I'm so excited to finally have a place where my son can be himself, take breaks, and get a great haircut. My guest today owns a private one-on-one salon that offers extended service times to accommodate people with disabilities and sensory sensitivities. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome the owner of Extra Care Hair Co. from Springfield, Missouri, Kristen Gossett. Kristen, thank you so much for agreeing to take time out of your day to talk to us and um I'm ready to just dive right in if you are. Okay. Hi. Thanks for having me. So how did this become your passion, having this salon that is geared towards um, people with disabilities and sensory sensitivities? Uh, well, before I opened Extra Care Hair Company, I was working at a barber shop, and I just repeatedly saw a need Um it seemed like nobody had the patience or the accommodate the accommodations just to even try to cater to someone that has additional needs or sensory sensitivity. So I started doing some research on the internet, on YouTube, and I just, you know, it just kept coming to me like, wow, this person had a really hard time with a haircut. How could I have made it easier for them? And for those of us that are listening that don't really understand even what you do, tell me a little bit about what are sensory sensitivities, like for people that might not realize what we're talking about. Um, Sensory sensitivity is common for people on the autism spectrum. Um, It's very difficult for them to be around loud noises or bright lights, um, a lot of different smells. So basically anything in a traditional salon. is is Yeah, anything. Yeah. I mean, a traditional salon has not only, you know, different stylists, but all the different guests, um, all of their tools, phones, uh, music. There's just, there are so many things that would overstimulate someone that is sensitive that they could just get overloaded and have a meltdown. It's just, it's, 
you don't realize how loud a salon is until you need to find a quiet one, I guess. Absolutely. No, that makes perfect, perfect sense. I was looking through, I saw you use Gloss Genius. So I was looking through your services a little bit. And even your service menu reads a little bit different than a typical service menu. You have something called Meet the Stylist. That is a 15-minute session that someone can book that's no charge. Tell me about what that is. So I decided to do that to give any of my guests time to warm up to the new environment or to me. Um, typically, I like to get them to come into my my studio and we just kind of hang out. A lot of times they're curious. They want to see, you know, what all I have or or what's going to happen. And they just kind of get a feel of things. My goal while they're there is to get them to get into my chair and let me comb their hair. And if I can do that, and then I give them a little prize and then tell them, you know, hey, I'll see you tomorrow or, or whenever their appointment is, then usually that next day when they come back, they don't feel as hesitant or nervous. And they just, it gives them a little glimpse of what to expect. I absolutely love that. Did you just come up with that? Did you read that somewhere? Like, how did you figure out that that was such a good idea to do that? I can't remember. I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> but I I think it's necessary. Not everybody does it, but it does seem to help. Um, many of my clients are coming after recovering from, and I, I hate to say that, recovering from their last haircut, but it's true. A lot of them have had uh, really bad experiences at other salons and they just, you know, they're scared. They don't like to be in a new place. Just the thought of a haircut is terrifying for them. You told me something when we spoke in our little pre-interview about you. It was something that really struck me and I kind of had to pick my job off the floor and you said it happens at least once a week a parent tells you about an experience they've had with their child at a salon that build themselves as kid friendly tell me a little bit about some of those experiences because I was absolutely shocked to hear this I unfortunately I hear several stories um, a month about you know a a child's past experience at a lot of these other salons that are they're geared for kids and they have a you know they have a great setup for you know your neurotypical kid Um, when it comes to a child with sensory sensitivity it's almost the complete opposite of what they need that makes perfect sense also like you said um you said something Yeah, can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm here. My phone rang, so I That's what that so I wonder sorry. what that noise was. No, you're totally fine. You are totally fine. Just the fact that you're having this conversation and sharing this amazing knowledge with everybody is everybody is very forgiving, I'm sure. So, um tell me a little bit about how having your own you you're in a sola correct in a sola salon suite. i am how I am. does having your own salon suite make it easier for you to offer these kinds of services 
and including, you said you offer services to people with a wide range of disabilities as well. So just give me like a landscape of kind of what that looks like in a salon suite and how it, it's, it's helping you achieve your goals. Um, well, I love being at Sola. It is absolutely amazing. And when I decided to open my salon, I went to tour Sola. I had I had gone and toured it when I was a cosmetology student. And I was like, this place is awesome. But I didn't think much of it. And then after I realized I wanted a private space, I went back. And I actually remember going into the studio and closing the door to see how quiet it would, it would be. And it, it was almost completely silent. Like, you do not hear other people's tools um, my, my lights are LED and I can dim them. There's just, there's so many things that are great. I have a, a curtain up so I can eliminate a lot of visual stim- stimulation. And so they don't see people walking I don't by have to... in the hallway. And... Right, right. Yeah. Um, I have unscented products in my studio. I have a lot of regular products, but I don't burn candles or, um, have an oil warmer or anything like that. So it's just really nice to have my own space. What do you use? It's completely quiet. What line of products do you use that are unscented? Is it a specific line or do you just have a collection of things that you found that are unscented? I am pretty much exclusively Redken. Unfortunately, out in the salon world, there are very few unscented products. Um, the one that I did find was Bioterra, and it is just sensitive, unscented shampoo. And that's at, like, Cosmoprof or salon-centric? No, that is actually at Sally's. Okay. And I cannot find another unscented shampoo anywhere. Uh, Jessie Curl has some. I'll send you that. <laughs> you can get her okay. stuff. She's amazing. You can get her stuff that is um you can get it scented or unscented which is really nice her whole line so i'll actually reach out to them and see if they maybe will send you some stuff to try because being able to have unscented stuff like yeah if you have people with allergies or sensitivities that's incredibly important and i'm sure people appreciate that um oh absolutely i do have a few clients with allergies and you wouldn't believe how important it is to find the right products for them. Um, and then a lot of my sensory clients, they, they don't do the, the hair wash part. That's just, that is too much for them just to make it through the haircut mm-hmm. is the main goal. Absolutely. So that's mostly what we focus on. And you said you have a tablet in a super, super sturdy case for the kids. I do. I do. And I, I've even had, um, a few parents say, hey, can you download this app? This game is his very favorite, and I haven't let him play it in two weeks, and I know if you get it, it'll help him, <laughs> and that's what we do. Hey, whatever works, right? And you said, what did you say? They like Blippi right. on Amazon? <laughs> oh, yes. So many of my clients like Blippi. I hadn't heard of him um, until I opened shop, and then it just seemed like everyone was pulling up YouTube to watch Blippi, so... He's pretty calm in there. Definitely, definitely entertaining. Um, Another thing I wanted to ask you about, you said when parents or when people book, you usually reach out to them and ask them if there's anything that they can, 
give you a heads up about beforehand so you can be prepared for the visit. And um, I think that's amazing. Do you find or did you find before you really found this niche and started specializing that there were parents that didn't necessarily mention that their child was on the spectrum or didn't feel comfortable talking about it or were just kind of unsure about how to communicate that to you? Absolutely. I think that it's really common. Um, I remember I was working at a barber shop and one of the days that I worked that I, I left and I felt like, wow, I didn't just say like, I feel like I actually helped someone. I felt like I'd really accomplished something. Um, I had this older, older kid. He was probably about 14 and his dad didn't tell me that he had autism or anything, but looking back now with everything I know, I know he must've had, you know, some kind of sensory sensitivity for sure, because it was very, very difficult for him to get a haircut. And I think I talked him into staying into my chair six different times, but at the end of the haircut, his dad was so happy. Like he had made it through. Um, I wish parents would speak up and mention it. I think that they are just so nervous themselves that they don't want to make the stylist nervous is my guess on why they don't mention it or they don't want to bring it up around the child Yep, because Usually when you talk about something negatively before it starts, it's going to go It'll you know, manifest the wrong way really way. fast. Yes, definitely. So that's why the texting um, beforehand is so great because you can have a private conversation with the parent or the caretaker of whoever is bringing the guest in so that you can set them up to have like an amazing, comfortable experience. And I just think that's absolutely genius. Genius. Um, Tell me about this community service award that you won. I saw that. That's actually how I found you. Your Sola franchise owners, I guess I follow them on Instagram. They posted the picture of you getting the service award. And I ended up kind of clicking through and look, and I was just like, this is the sweetest thing. You don't see this very often, you know? And then I saw a picture that just kind of just struck me it was just so incredibly sweet it was they must have taken it you were working but you could only see your door was shut and you could only see your feet and the tires of a wheelchair like in between where your curtain stopped yes the owner of my solo she's so sweet she loves what I do but unfortunately she can't get very many pictures of me at work because I do stay private and I almost always have my curtain closed. So that's probably one of the few she's been able to snap. <laughs> it was such a cute picture though. <laughs> and it said, you know, they always say pictures were a thousand words, but it really was. It just, it just really struck me. So who are the arc of the Ozarks and how did you end up getting honored by them? Um, it actually wasn't the Ark of the Ozarks that nominated me or gave me the award. It was rehabilitation. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was looking at two different <laughs> looking at two different things. The oh, Missouri okay. Rehabilitation Association Southwest Chapter. They're the ones they honored you. Yes. So I had I have a friend who works for Goodwill and um 
she works in one of the, I guess, employment departments. I don't know exactly what her job title would be called, but she helps people with disabilities figure out how they can get back into the workforce and what would be a good fit for them. And she's brought a few people in to talk with me, I guess, kind of job shadow what it would be like to run a front desk at a salon. Obviously, it's Sola. I don't have a front desk, but I've worked a front desk. So I would just talk with them and tell them, you know, what, what I think it would be like. Um, I'd usually ask them questions and, and try to figure out what I think would be hard for them if they were to go after that role and then discuss it with them. And I didn't think I had done much, but she wrote a really nice speech um, that she was that she read when I got my award. And it talked about the importance of personal hygiene and I guess the correlation in feeling good after going to the salon and, you know, trying to get a job and just what a big deal it is and and how helpful I had been. And she was just really sweet. It was it was really amazing to get that award and to see from someone else's perspective, you know, how important the the salon can make you feel, you know, when you have a good experience. No, I love that. And you definitely deserve to be recognized. Okay. Because I completely messed that last, (laughs) I messed that last (laughs) one up. What is Ark of the Ozarks? Because you have an Ark of the Ozarks haircut on your menu. Yes. Ark of the Ozarks is um, an organization that uh, helps people with disabilities of all kinds. Um, They have in-home care, they have group homes, they have, um, they have schools. It's such a big organization. I honestly, I can't even tell you everything they do, but it's pretty amazing. And I am part of the Ozarks Inclusion Partnership, Okay, which is, it's a monthly meeting where businesses and organizations come together And they just talk about how to be more inclusive or um, events that are going on with the different organizations. And I... You give discounts. um, I was asked by the Ark of the Ozarks, yeah, which is part of that, to, to, I guess, come up with a partnership for them. So that's, that's what I did. And actually, I love it so much. That was one of my goals when I opened up, is for the Ark of the Ozarks to know that I exist. And they do. So it's great. That's amazing. I absolutely, I don't, you're the sweetest person potentially in the world. Um, I'm going to wrap it up, but I, I so appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know that your kids are sick and you're, you probably have a lot of other stuff to do. Could you give us any parting advice for all the stylists that are listening about just some simple things that they could do to accommodate guest with sensory sensitivities I might even have you back and we'll for another episode about accommodating guests with other disabilities because I think it's a lot of ground to cover and people really aren't talking about it so today if you could leave us with just some advice about if you get somebody in your chair that has sensory sensitivities how to tell if maybe that's what's going on and how to make it a better experience for them um, my advice would, would be 
to definitely try to get an understanding of how they're feeling. And if you can't get it, just try to imagine what it's like if you feel overwhelmed um, in a crowded, you know, some crowded place. Like, how do you feel? Do you, is it hard for someone to touch you? You know, there's a lot of noises and smells. Like if you can eliminate anything just to give them a calm atmosphere, um, explain what's going on. That makes a huge difference. Don't just come out of nowhere behind them and start cutting their hair. Give them some warning. Um, be patient. Try to be a little bit flexible. Uh, don't start a haircut thinking that you can get through it as fast as you can because that's definitely not the way it needs to go. Uh, taking breaks is really helpful for some people. And um, I just really think that making a plan before you start is a good idea. Like figure out, hey, I'm only going to cut his hair with a three guard because if he suddenly does not let me use any clippers anymore, I need to be able to blend it with shears only the rest of the way. Just come up with an idea of what you should do before you start. And the more you do this, it's going to get better each time probably because you're focusing on the positive experience even more so than the haircut probably the first time. Does that seem accurate? Absolutely. I, I even try to avoid the word haircut. I say, let's get your hair fixed up or let's get you taken care of or, you know, interesting. Anything. That makes sense though. That makes perfect sense. The word cut isn't always good. I don't know why. I, I do not hide my tools from anybody though. That helps at all. Almost always they want to know what's going on. But my main goal, and that goes all the way back to the meet the stylist service that I offer, is if they can leave happy that first time, then the second time is almost always so much easier. Sometimes it's a complete turnaround. That's amazing. I love it. All right, Kristen, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you taking time to be with us today. This was Kristen Gossett from Extra Care Hair Co. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. And she also has, um, do you have an actual website or you just have Instagram and Facebook? I have the Gloss Genius website. Um, gotcha. But that's it. So we can fi- you can find her on, ex- if you just Google Extra Care Hair Co., she will come up and then you can find her however you want. But if you are in or near Springfield, Missouri, and you want to book an appointment with her, you can find her on Gloss Genius, but her Instagram handle is Extra Care Hair Co. And that'll take you anywhere you want to go in her world because she has her links there. So thank you again, Kristen. And what you're doing is absolutely wonderful. And we need more people like you. Oh, All thank right. You. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Yes. Yep. Thank you.